Hello and welcome back to another episode of Learning As I Go. My name is Scott Thomas. We're going to mix things up this week. Usually I get to interview people with inspiring stories, but today you are the one with the questions. I've loved speaking to every guest in this podcast so far and I've learned so much, but there have been lots of questions from you about my personal journey and where I'm up to so far. So in this episode, I want to share with you the things that I've learned through my own self-development journey and through this podcast as well. So what I'm feeling, what goals I've got for the future and where my head is at right now. And you know what? It's not actually easy talking about some of these things, but I'd like to pride myself on being as honest and open as I can be. And hopefully you will learn something from this. It's time to share another moment together and let's get ready to learn as we go. So the first question you've asked me is, do I miss my old lifestyle and the Scotty special days? The Scotty special days for me was a bit crazy. The Scotty special was my alter ego, the person I used to become on a night out. And I made some big changes in 2020 to try and get away from that. And if I'm honest, there's moments still now where the Scotty special still creeps in. I went sober in 2020 and I did overcome a massive lifestyle change in my life. But every now and then alcohol does creep back into my life and it's something I'm not really proud about, if I'm honest, and I've still not managed to completely master my relationship to alcohol. There's times when I don't I don't know, I don't drink often, but there's times when I still get drawn back into that lifestyle. And I think it comes down to environment. If I'm with my old friends at a wedding or there's an event that I go to and I want to be like one of the boys. And there's part of me that doesn't really want to miss out on certain social events and occasions but every time I do drink I feel like shit and I'm going to say that just as it is I don't like myself the next day I feel anxious even when nothing really bad's happened and I think what happens is I lose control when I drink I still lose control and it really does kind of get me down and I still say to this day it's my biggest kryptonite but I'm also not going to beat myself up too much because I have made some massive improvements to my life. Like in terms of, I used to, was drinking like three times a week, going out to every event. And listen, I might drink now once a month or once every three months. And I'm very healthy most of the time in terms of, I live a really sort of healthy lifestyle. I train, I eat well, and I go on big walks. And I've changed my lifestyle 100%. But I wish, and I'm going to get to the point, I hope, that I don't need to drink at an event. I don't need to drink for that escapism and that confidence on the night out. That's what I'm working towards. So for anyone who's still struggling with their relationship to alcohol, please don't look at me as the finished polished article. I've still got work to do, but guess what? I've made so much improvement and I'm going to continue to do that as well. Another question was, where do I see myself in five years time? I just want to see myself even more balanced. I don't know what it is about my life. I just feel like I crave balance and discipline as well. And again, I think it comes down to the fact that I've not really got everything sort of figured out in terms of when one thing's going really well, like for example, business, like my businesses go well and I've got a couple of businesses. One, When one's going well, the other one might not be going as well. And then my personal life hasn't moved on as much as it does. And when I do try and work that out, something else kind of falls down. So 
I feel like for me, in five years' time, I just want to be balanced and stress-free. And I think that's the key to life. If you asked me this five years ago, I would have said, I want 10 million quid. I want this house. I want that. Whereas really at the moment, I'm just thinking, I just want to be relaxed and just enjoy life. And I want to meet a girl as well. I want to settle down with a girl. I think I'm fully ready for that now. I think I need it as well because there's no point chasing all these goals and having all the success without anyone to share it with. And I feel like I'm at the point now when I really just want to share what I've achieved with someone else. So, and by the way, I just want to shed light on the fact that I'm talking this podcast now off the back of probably some of the toughest weeks I've had in a very long time. So if I do feel or sound a little bit kind of neggy, it's because I'm going through a bit of a transition in my life right now where there's been some big changes. I'm actually losing some members of staff who have played a massive part in my life. And it's weird because there's nothing really I can do about that because it's nothing to do with the business. It's about where they're up to in their life. But at the same time, with me, I find it really hard to let go of people. I find it really hard it almost feels like rejection when it's nothing to do with rejection. It's just that someone else needs to go and pursue their life in a different way. And I find it really hard when I have to let go of people. And I think that's why, if I'm honest, why I've been single for so long, because it, it brings back all these feelings of rejection. Like I remember my first love when I was 21, when she split up with me after two years, I was heartbroken. I don't think I got over it for like six years. And then obviously I had my, my, another relationship down the line which I found really hard to move on from as well. And it's just weird recently, like one of my closest members of my team, which just shows how much I invest into my businesses that my team members are so close to me. I find it really hard to let go and it's impacted me massively over the last two weeks. And it's, you know what? One thing that's going to come out of it is that I know now that I need to deal with this feeling of rejection that comes up from me because it's nothing to do with me. It's not about me. It's not about me not being lovable enough or likable or great leader sometimes it's nothing to do with you and I need to learn from that. And if I'm honest, I've just booked in a load more therapy sessions with my, with my therapist, Gareth, to make sure this time, instead of bottling stuff up and letting it go down into the abyss, I'm going to literally work through whatever I'm going through. And I think that's the biggest message I want to put across from today's podcast is if you are going through a tough time, it's okay, but really try and feel those emotions. Don't bottle them up because they will just come back up again in a different way. Do I enjoy being on my own is one of the questions do you know what? There are times where I love being on my own because I live such a busy life. I'm around people all the time and I just love going back to my house and just being with my dog. It's like my little safe haven. But if I'm honest, recently, there's times when I felt a little bit lonely purely because I feel like, what am I doing all this for if I can't share it with somebody else? And I feel like I've built my life now to a point where I'm confident in what I've got. I know that I can give someone a great life as well. I want to be able to give someone all this love that I've got inside of me. And I'm quite a deep guy as well. Like I don't throw around the word love unless it, like I really mean it. And I do believe in that whole kind of notebook kind of love with Noah and Ali, which maybe doesn't even exist. But I feel like now I'm ready to give that to somebody else. I don't think I was ready before. And I also think I've got my guard up as well from over the years. I feel like I'm scared of being rejected. I'm being scared of letting somebody in. So... There's a lot of self-awareness now in my life that I think's allowed me to be open and ready to meet someone, if that makes sense. Whereas before, I feel like I wouldn't have been able to give them all of me. Not to quote a John Legend song there. But yeah, I feel like I'm confident in my own skin in so many ways and I love my own company, but there's definitely a part of me now that feels like, you know what? I want to go in this next chapter of my life with someone by my side and I want to give them an amazing life and celebrate 
my wins and their wins together. So one of the questions is, what kind of traits do I look for in a partner? And the answer is, I used to think that I had that all figured out. And what I've realized is that you can't help who you fall for. You just can't. And you can't see it coming sometimes. I think I've always aimed for perfection. Like I've always had this idea of this perfect girl that I need to be with and she's got to look like this. She's just got to sound like that. Whereas now I just think, you know what? It's about who can touch your life? Who can be there for you? Who can, who can you trust in a way that's just special and someone that you know just got your back and is there for you? I feel like that's what I'm kind of looking for now. Not how she looks or sounds or what kind of degree she's got or what kind of business she's in. It's just kind of like someone who knows all of me for who I am and still wants to be in my life. I think that's what I'm looking for because I'm not easy. For anyone who's listened to this, people think sometimes you see on Instagram that I'm this perfect guy. I've got, I'm a family man. I'm a a business owner and everything else. Trust me, I've got so many flaws. I can be quite selfish in so many different ways in terms of my own routine and structure. And I like things a certain way and I'm always pushing for more. So that's not easy to be around. So I want someone now who just gets me and loves me for me and I can do the same for them. I think I, I want a partnership. I want I want to be part of a team. So yeah, I don't really have any specific attributes. It's more about just that element of being able to be unapologetically yourself and still feeling loved. I think that's what I'm looking for. Do you know what? I never really thought about having a family um, until probably this last year. I don't know what it is about turning 34. I felt like the whole world was kind of on my case a little bit for the first time. No one really batted an eyelid over the last few years. But I don't think it's actually my age. I think it's just where I'm at in life, where I'm kind of a lot more grounded and set up. And it's hard to, listen, I definitely want kids because I've seen my nephew and nieces. And I just think, you know what? Like, I want a bit of that. They are so beautiful. But at the same time, is I can't even get to that point yet because you have to meet someone first. You have to, you can't have the chicken without the egg if that makes sense. So my biggest focus now is is falling in love with someone and finding someone who I want to build a family with before I even get to that point. But in terms of kids, like, I can't imagine being a dad. Like I said, I feel like I'm a little bit selfish sometimes, but I know I'm going to have it in my locker because I've seen my brothers and I know I just love those kids so much and one day I'll be blessed to have my own as well and pass on that legacy as well. I think that's what we're all here for, right? To pass on the legacy. So um, yeah, one day soon, hopefully I'll have a family. So you asked, what are the most important qualities of a successful entrepreneur? And for me, I think discipline is one. And when we use the word discipline, I don't want to use it in like a negative connotation. It's about being disciplined, not about everything that you have to do, but things that no longer serve you. Knowing not necessarily who you are, but knowing who you're not and the places where you shouldn't go and the situations that don't serve you well. And I feel like that's something that I'm still working on right now. And I know I've not sort of reached the heights that I need to get to yet because there's times when I lack a little bit of discipline. I feel like I'm a late maturer uh, at the age of 34. I feel like I've still got a bit of a, a young lad mentality sometimes. And I feel like that's when my discipline kind of slips up. So I think that's something that I'm really working on. I feel like belief as well you have to believe like the most successful people I know is they never doubt themselves. They never let a situation define who they are. They always believe in whatever they're selling, whatever their product is, whatever their business is. And you have to believe. And there's days when business will rock you to the, literally to the limits. But if you know that you've got something special and you believe in it, and I fully believe in that with Food Forks, like we are changing lives. 
And there's times when it's tough and we're trying to raise investment and we're trying to change as many lives as possible that it can make you doubt yourself. But if you know deep down what you've got is really special and, it, and the world needs it, then you have to believe. Another quality that I think is really important is organization. Our biggest asset is time. And if you don't use time to the best of your ability, then you can become a, a busy fool. And if I'm honest, like that's one of my biggest, not flaws, but one of my biggest touch points that I need to work on because I'm kind of 100 miles an hour. I like to be moving all the time, thinking I'm being dead busy when really it's about narrowing down on where you can have the most impact in your day, writing a to-do list down at the beginning of the day and putting those most important priorities first and focusing on that because literally you can be a busy fool working on the tools in your business when sometimes you need to be driving from the top and focused on the overarching vision. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm kind of mastering now is my time management in order to be more productive and effective. So for me, the three biggest qualities that define a successful entrepreneur are belief, discipline, and time management. So if I had to give a young entrepreneur my best piece of advice, make sure you believe in what you're doing. Believe in it and enjoy it as well. Because if you don't enjoy it, it's always going to be work to you and it's always going to be a means to an end. And I'll be honest with you, there's been times when I've questioned, do I love my businesses? And if I look at them, I go, social PR, for example, is me through and through, connecting people to places, networking. And I do love it, but it's my approach to it sometimes makes me not love it. And I look at Food for Thoughts, like, I love the fact that literally through my journey, I'm getting to inspire other people. I'm living this lifestyle and then passing it on to other people. So I, I know I love that as well. And then my personal brand, doing podcasts, spreading this message, I know I love them. And that reassures me that I'm in the right place. I think sometimes the only reason I doubt it is because I'm putting too much pressure on myself and I've got the wrong mindset towards them. So for me, don't just follow the crowd. Don't follow a trend. Don't follow what your mum and dad want you to do. Just find out what you love doing, right? Because you will have a natural skill and ability at that because everybody's got a gift. Like literally everybody's got a gift. And I think my gift is, if I'm honest, is motivating people, inspiring people, bringing energy. I feel like I'm, I can bring energy into a room. So I, I'm using that now to drive my businesses. So what is your gift and what do you believe in? And follow that. So you asked me what was the best piece of advice I've ever received. And if I'm honest, it's from a motivational quote from Denzel Washington. And the quote was, to achieve something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. And that for me represents coming out of your comfort zone. It represents progression. If you want to go to the next level in life, let's face it, you can't keep going round in circles, spending time with the same people, going to the same places and expecting different results. You have to be bold. You have to be courageous and do something you've never done before. And that for me was going sober in 2020. Like literally that year transcended and changed my life for good. And I achieved that year things that I never thought would be possible. And it was literally for me listening to that quote over and over again. In Abu Dhabi, there's a 10 minute motivational video from Denzel Washington on YouTube. Type it in and trust me, it will give you some inspiration. Oh, that's so funny. If so, if young Scott 15 years ago saw my life, I'll put this into context. I drive past my school pretty much every time I go into Manchester and there's a little window that I used to always stare at and stare across the field to the road. And I always think when I'm driving past in my car, what would young Scott think of me now? And 
I just know he would be so proud. He'd be buzzing. He'd be buzzing to be where I'm at right now. And so on those down days when I'm doubting myself and going, I'm not where I need to be, I go, wait a second. If someone told me right now that I'd have these businesses, I'd had the career that I've had in television and I've got this platform now to speak to so many different people and I've got an amazing family and, and friends. I just feel like young Scott would be so content and, and so proud. So that makes me proud as well. So you've asked me what my biggest achievement is to date. Where do I start? I think it's breaking away from Scotty Special and changing not only other people's relationship to me, but also my relationship to myself. I feel like I had to go through a journey to change the way that I actually looked at myself. And I'm really proud of the person that I've become. And it's only through saying this right now that that's the first time I've said it actually in a long time that I'm proud of who I've become. And I am because I've come a long way. I was a lost, young, 20-year-old lad who was, who looked from the outside like he was living the dream, but would wake up most mornings hungover, sad, in tears some days because he couldn't believe what he had done the night before. And to now being in a position where I'm able to inspire and influence other people, I think that's my biggest achievement. The fact that people look to me for inspiration now, I feel like there's no bigger honour than that than being able to inspire other people. Do you know what? People say you shouldn't have regrets. There's an element for me that I literally let a situation go on for too long. I knew deep down, I kept hearing this little voice and I had this feeling in my chest that I needed to make changes and I felt it for so many years and I I didn't have the courage or bravery to do it. So maybe I do have a little bit of regret that I didn't listen to that voice sooner. And it's not like a voice, it's kind of like a feeling, like you deserve more, that you're not reaching your potential. I knew that and literally in one year I went from being a party boy to <laughs> being an inspiration to other people and that's just through following that that feeling, that voice that I had inside of me. So please, if you are going through a transition in your life, listen to that voice, go with it, feel it and um, it will lead you to where you need to be. So one of your questions is, do I have days when I feel like giving up? And trust me, those days come around very often. But one thing I'm really proud about with myself is that I always find a way to power through. And I've got so many different techniques now that I use on those days. First of all, I listen to YouTube motivational clips over and over again on my dog walks. I listen to Eric Thomas. He's a great motivational speaker. He's a little bit hardcore, so you have to pick him on the, on the right days. But he always gives me that fire in my belly to go, you know what? If it was easy, everybody would do it. And what I'm trying to achieve, what I want for myself, I want greatness. I just really do. And I'm not saying greatness comes through financial success or or whatever it is. Greatness for me comes through reaching my potential. I know what I'm capable of. And yes, I need to relax and reach those sort of pinnacles of my career and my life in a relaxed, enjoyable way. But at the same time is I want to achieve things that not necessarily everybody else wants. And in order to achieve those things, I need to believe and never give up. So I definitely have those days and I think that's normal. But I always find a way to power through because the bigger picture, the belief in myself and the potential that I know that I, that I can see myself on stage in Vegas, it's weird. Ever since I started Food for Thoughts, for example, I've always said that I can see myself on stage in Vegas talking to thousands of people. And I've got Denzel Washington on my vision board as a public speaker and a motivational speaker. And I know that's who I want to be. So in order to get there, I need to believe in myself and I need to never give up. But at the same time is I need to also 
remember on those days when it is tough to take it easy. Maybe that day is not as fast paced as the other days, but I'll always find a way to keep moving forward. So food thoughts for me has changed my life. When my best friend Eden became my nutri coach, just accidentally in 2020, he taught me all about food, right? He changed my whole relationship to food. He taught me that I could eat chocolate, bread, chips, pizza, and still get in great shape. And it absolutely revolutionized the way that I looked at food. And I knew straight away that everybody deserves to understand this. And we've gone on now to build this incredible team of coaches and people who just live and breathe this lifestyle, have incredible knowledge, and we are helping people achieve their goals in a way that's fun, exciting. Our members can still go out to restaurants, bars, live their lives, and still get in great shape. And not only that, we're connecting like-minded people because I know when you're trying to make a change in the same way I was doing, it can be quite a lonely place. I had to break away from the crowds and break away from my friends that I had for years but now Food Thoughts brings people together who are all like-minded, all working towards the same goals. And it represents self-development, progression, not standing still, support, knowledge, empathy. And it's just something I'm very proud of. And I just know if anybody is looking for a lifeline right now, that we give you all the tools that you need to lose weight, gain weight, but also to gain a new mindset, to believe in yourself again and also to find new friends for life. If today was my last day on earth, it'd probably involve a steam and a sauna. I don't know why, that just came straight to me. I love a steam and a sauna. I think it's because I need to be off my phone. But no, on a serious note, if it was the last day on earth for me, it would be just telling every single person who I care about that I love them, like literally. I've got so many good people in my life and I've noticed that more than ever recently, like my friends, my family, I've got people who care about me, who are there for me and people I don't really give enough time to. So I think the last day on earth would be just me literally, even if it was just a phone call, just ringing all those people in my life who've been there for me and just telling them that I love them because I think sometimes we don't get the opportunity to show people who we care about, how much we appreciate them. Who have I not told I love them that I should have done? Wow. Um everybody like literally you say I love you in messages and you say I love you over the phone but to actually say it sat down in front of someone and and I've not done that for ages even just with my brothers for example I'm not sat down with them and just said listen I love you bro or do you know what I mean it's just kind of there's so many people and I think it's something that we need to do more not just me but everybody we need to show love more and just show appreciation more and I think be there more I'm so focused on myself a lot of the time that I just want to be a little bit more present with the people that I love. So you asked, what is the number one thing that I've learned through doing this podcast? And if I'm honest, it's been the importance of listening. I am not a good listener. I'm a good talker. I'm easily distracted. I'm focused on so many different things at one time that so many people have told me that I've got ADHD. So the fact that I have to sit in a room and focus and listen and have eye contact for an hour and a bit sometimes, it's given me a new insight into the importance of listening because there's been times when I've literally just felt emotions and tingles and goosebumps from what I've heard. And that's what life's about, right? That's about connection, not connection via WhatsApp or Instagram. It's about being in a room with someone and listening to what they're going through and connecting with it. And you can take so many lessons from that 
And also they take so much, they take so much from you as well, just being there, being present. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings and we all just want to be heard and we want to be cared about. And that's what this podcast has taught me. It's taught me to slow down and listen and be present. So if I could have any guest on this podcast, I'm going to go with Stephen Bartlett. His content massively inspired me. His journey's inspired me. He's from a social agency based in Manchester. What he did and has done is just incredible. And he's actually a friend of mine. And I like to think one day I will get him on my podcast, but I think he's paved the way for a lot of Manchester business owners in terms of he's made success on another level kind of tangible and achievable and real. And he's done it in a way that's kind of unique. He's built this personal brand that I feel has touched so many people's lives. It touched my life. So yeah, I think Stephen would be top of the list for me to have him on my podcast. People who inspire me, I feel like my brothers inspire me 100% in terms of they're just good people, solid people, great dads, great family men. Adam's just the best dad and he's got this incredible cereal box family. And it just makes me proud because we didn't come from that kind of perfect family and the fact that he's gone on to build that. And then Ryan as well, he's just such a great dad. And not only that, Ryan is just so good with people. He's always on the phone to his friends and family. He cares about everybody. And I find a lot of inspiration in that because I am very much in my own lane a lot of the time. So I think my brothers inspire me as well. People who inspire me are not necessarily like successful business people or business owners. Like for me, People were just good people, like solid people with big hearts. They inspire me. And I've got so many, many of them around me, ranging from Dina Sashra, who's my, my best friend's mum, who's like my mum now. She's just a good person who just cares about other people. I've got so many different friends like Scott Graham and Nabi G, who don't mean anything to you guys, but they're just good people who just care about other people and do things just so selflessly. And I think those are the kind of people that inspire me because sometimes when you're trying to chase goals and achieve certain things, you can become quite selfish. So I feel like I find inspiration in the people who just do things, not only for me, but for other people just so selflessly. So I hope you enjoyed that special edition of Learning As I Go featuring yours truly. And I hope I answered your questions as honestly as possible some really good questions in there that really made me think as well and I hope it's giving you lots of food for thought please don't hesitate to drop me a message on Instagram at scott.thomas and ask me any other questions you've got and hopefully I can feature them in the next episode of Learn As I Go and please continue to do what you're doing you are literally making my dream come true by following sharing and reviewing the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast it means so much to me and I will be back next week with another incredible guest but until then I will see you next week for another life lesson with learning as I go.